You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Jessica Rush. And I'm Kara Cooper. Today, we are talking to two unbelievably inspirational women who have done it all on their own, from cradle to college as single moms in show business. Here's our conversation with Jennifer Sanchez and Tony nominee, Deidre Aziza. Good morning, Welcome. ladies. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, mamas. Buenos dias. Hello. We're so doing? You know, just sitting up here <laughs> alone since my child left me, but still remembering all the times I was his mother. <laughs> but honestly, emptiness, the emptiness is so real, right? It's its the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. But oh my I mean- gosh. But to have like a moment for yourself or lots of moments now, right? I mean, I, that's, that's something. But <laughs> Look at Jen, Jen's like, no. <laughs> no, the thing, is, no, the thing is like, it's so dysfunctional, but like, I literally said this the other night. I was like, you know, if he, cause he's moved down or whatever. And I was like, but if he called me and was like, mom, I got to move back in. Like whatever the scenario was, like, I'd be like, oh, you know, like getting like, the place ready. I would go get him his favorite foods. Like all the things that we love to do for our children. And yeah. I would be like so overjoyed, even though I know that we're supposed to raise these children who then, you know, go out on their own and become their own people and follow, you know, like you got to let the bird fly, you know. But Yeah, yeah. but I don't really like it. Me neither. No. You know? <laughs> I <bet>. I'm like, <laughs> I raised you to be independent, but then he's independent. I'm like, wait, what? So you don't need me? It's yeah. just, you know, it's it's such a mind fuck. Well, you just, guys. I mean, that's, that's true, but you, y'all, okay. So you're here today, everyone. Hi, these are two incredible rock star mamas. They are here to talk about being single moms and single moms with the actor life, which that's a whole nother, I, I can't even begin to imagine how y'all made it through. Bow down. I, I, I bow know. down. I can't it's, even begin oh. to imagine. No. And they've raised these boys. Their boys are grown and out, like they just said. So will you guys wait? How old is yours? How old is she is 19. <laughs> <laughs> wait, how old's your baby? 
She's 19. I mean, I mean, they were always so close. Jared's just 20. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yep. you guys. All right. Well, tell them. us. Tell us yeah. more about them, their personalities, <laughs> you know, what they're up to. Well, we both had them when we were six, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, it was just one of those, we both had one of those like uh, Virgin Mary moments. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when yeah, we yeah. were really young, still in yeah. elementary school, because- we're barely cracking 30, right, Jen? <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly right. It's crazy how the math sometimes doesn't work out. Yeah, this isn't written all on my face. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Not at all. It's just I have no wrinkles because I'm young. But you actually have no wrinkles, so I don't Yeah, know. I was going to yeah. say, I'm yeah, looking I at you. Come on. I, yeah. Girl, I got this so dim. I'm just so dim right now. I was like, oh, we going to see each other's shit. <laughs> I did Well. What? Here you go. This is the face. Um, well, okay. So Jen, so uh, let's see here. I had my son at 23 and yeah, I, I was just like, okay, I got a kid now. What? And I worked in restaurants for five years Yep. and um, you know, before that I had just been doing like background work on TV and film. I had no agent, no manager. The industry didn't care about me. They were just like, you know, NYU picked five people to to get agents when they graduated. And the rest of us, wow. they were like, thanks for the money. Here's your student loan bill, bitch. So like, <laughs> you know. Five? That's it? So I had no career before I had him. And then for five years, I didn't have a career after I had him. But I kept trying, you know. Yes. Then the passing strange thing happened. And then... Mm. I Tony got- Award nominee, everybody. I Just mean, in case hello. you're wondering. Yeah. And also, <laughs> wait, though. Wait, but wait, I was reading last night when I was I was doing, you know, my research. And I realized I saw that you won an award for new theater performance. Like, was Passing Strange Oh, yeah, Strange the Theater World York- Award. Yeah. Yeah. Passing first- Strange was my first workshop, regional, off-Broadway and Broadway oh. show. My God, Tony <laughs> nomination. All right, so we'll go. That's here. You we'll, go. We can go back to that, but that is just incredible. Well, thank you. But I, I mean, listen. The first I nine years, bottom line, I could not have done it without my mother's help. Um, we lived with my mother in New Jersey. Where I would run my ass to the bus and go back and forth to the city all the time. Then I'd get up at seven o'clock in the morning, get him ready to catch the school bus to go to school, and so I wasn't that into the theater world because. I had to be more in the mom world. Like I really had to keep a balance. So there was no hanging yep. out. There was no drinks. There was no like, oh, but I came to see your show. You can't hang out for a little while. I was like, I got to go to Port Authority, catch a damn bus. I got a kid to wake up in the morning. I can't. I'm yep. sorry. You know, I already missed the tucking him in. Like I already feel guilty enough. So yep. I got to go. And that was like the beginnings of, of my career, you know? I felt like it was survival in a lot of ways. Just like oh everybody. Oh my God, Yes. Like, but tr- like, like in the in a very literal sense, like, okay, I don't want you to die. I want you, like, literally, like, keep you alive. Like all the things that we can just do to keep going. Yeah. Like for our whatever our whatever like the jobs that we had. I was I was a waitress too, and you know, like for like keeping like food and like keeping them fed and like not falling into traffic or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, no, totally. Because even though we live with my mom, my mom was you know just getting by herself, so. 
I was solely financially responsible and it was like day to day, just like, okay, we need to get done today. Okay. You definitely need food to eat. Okay. Um, and then we get off the school bus. My mom will be home by then, or I'll be home. And then when she gets home, okay, then I'm going to catch the bus to go to New York to do this, this show, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm on stage. Woohoo. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. And then I'm going to run home. You know, it was just like, and and not not in a in a bad way to make our kids feel guilty, but there wasn't no. that kind of like relaxed, like cool actor vibe energy that I saw other people experiencing. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're really enjoying this life, honey. You feel like a star. Well, guess what? I feel like a tired ass mom. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, and I think because for so many, a lot of people in our industry wait to have children, right? Like I think that yeah. that's that it's an anomaly in and of itself to have had a child young, you know, under 30 these days. I feel like anything under 30 is like, oh my God, you're such a young mom. And that's so true. for for y'all yeah. to have for y'all to still have been working towards the success that you achieved as mothers, <sighs> I you know what I mean? Like that, of course, you were like, oh, I don't get to really do the parts of this career that everyone else is getting to sort of sit and relish in or do the parties and the drinks and the, you know, because you had to get home. I mean, and that's the, real. And the pressure around our industry is so intense to begin with, right? If you're just trying to support yourself, trying to make a career to support yourself, I can't imagine starting out with the extra pressure of needing to support another child, another person, right. you know, like just that, that at the, the industry is so stressful to begin with. Like I can't imagine adding that layer onto it. And you guys never had like what I, what I think Jess and I would consider like the before time, the before kids time in the industry where yeah. we, you know, had a different well, lifestyle. There's the before and the after, which we can um, talk about, but you, you've, the kids always been there through your entire experience. Yeah. Yeah. My before Jen, was, were you, was high school. You were in, oh, that's right. High school. Yeah, well, no, I was, I graduated high school and then um, mm -hmm. I showed up to my, I, I got, I went, I applied for and was accepted to a, a, a um, Eastern New Mexico University. I'm from New Mexico. It's like a local college. Um, and I was going to be a music major and I showed up and I'm in my freshman year in the dorm room, like sleeping on the top bunk. And I'm like, dang, my stomach, I'm always throwing up. Like oh, down oh. the hall to like the communal bathroom because you know wow. we didn't have a bathroom. Wow! And so I like I legit went to the nurse's office at ENMU and they were like, "You're pregnant," and it was like you know my ex boyfriend high school you know he's oh, super, wow. super sweet guy Francisco super super like we have a wonderful relationship as parents now, mm -hmm. um, but you know it was just like uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. and yet wow. nevertheless but, she persisted yeah both of yeah. you and then both so you became did. a broadway star like hello yeah. yeah i just i texted broadway and was like um <laughs> <laughs> you paged them i mean back it would have been a pager oh, yeah. right it was a pager yeah, yeah. um yeah. but jen how do you i mean you were in new mexico to get to new well, york i mean like how long were you I have to echo D again, my mother. So my mother was um, an elementary school teacher. And um, after I graduated, um, I actually went and uh, did uh, two years in a master's program because when I graduated from college, 
Jared was three. So you so, stayed in school and you Oh, I went into it. labor during my music final, my music <gasps> grade final. Oh my wow. gosh, incredible. And I was just like, I was like, Dr. Foley, I, yo, I cannot, the, the notes are moving. Like they are moving. If you come and look at them, they're moving around. Uh, that used to be a G note. Now it's an A note. So I got to go to the hospital. And I like went to the hospital with my roommate at the time. And like, I was a four hour drive from home. So nobody could come. So I delivered with this girl, this sweet girl, Jenny, who I really didn't know that well. And I was just like, would you mind just staying while I deliver? Amazing. Could you just like, I'll totally buy you lunch tomorrow. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Like I'm like, so I, we delivered, you know, she and I, the doctor was like, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? She was like, no. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I was like, makes sense. You don't really even know me. It's cool. It's cool. Thanks for staying. <laughs> oh my oh God. My Jen. Oh my wow. gosh. So my mother came the next day. I had the summer off. I went back to school. So, you know, when he was like three months, that's when he started daycare or, you know, like homesick right. or daycare type thing. So we went through that, like those three years, and then he graduated, and I just wasn't ready. He was so little, and I was kind of shifting from like classical voice to theater voice. So I w- went to Oklahoma City for their two-year program. Wow. And so we, we did that there. But then when he was five years old, which everyone knows is like more school-aged and whatever, my mother, the saint of all mothers, she took a one-year leave of absence from Amazing. her elementary school teaching job and said, I'll move with you to New York. I will give you one year to Amazing. try to make your dream come true, whatever you, you know, pursue this thing that you want to do. So we moved to Forest Hills, Queens. <laughs> and Queens. I got a job. Yep. And I got a job in Chelsea, cocktail waitressing, and then I would audition. That is so amazing. And it's amazing how our moms are like, listen, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you an ultimatum because my mom said to me, she's like, no, well, she later told me her mom said to her, listen, let her do her thing. And this was, this was before she passed when I was a teenager. She was like, all right, she wants to go into this acting stuff. Let her do her thing. But if she hasn't found success by 30, you make her get a job. And when I did Passing Strange, I was 29. (gasps) We did it. We did it. Just made it. And, and, and God always, I mean, for me, it's like, you know, always comes through and it's like, Yep. I had I had that one year that my mother's like TikTok was ending because she had to go back to work. It wasn't even like she's like, I got to go back to work because I got to live my life. And, feed, mm-hmm. you know, my little sister was, uh, you know, young, still uh, growing up at the time. And uh, at the year mark, I got Fireside Dinner Theater. Fireside oh, wow. Dinner Theater in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. You did it. I, you did I went, it. I, no, legit. I was like, I've made it. And um, yeah. and I actually had because I went for one contract. And then my, at the end of that contract, my mother was like moving back out of Forest Hills. Like we had to like live up our lease. We had to, she had to go back to New Mexico, everything. And the director at Fireside Dinner Theater said, Jen, you know what? I know your situation. I know you have a young child. You're good for my season. You want to just move down here for a year? Amazing. Oh, oh my. God. So Jared and I moved to Wisconsin for a year this before oh. before Broadway opened up for us. So we lived Amazing. in Wisconsin actually for a year and a half. The wow. universe Incredible. takes care. The universe takes care. God takes care. It's like you 
yeah. it, 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 you have both of y'all. I mean, it's just incredible to hear you talk about your, this is just a snippet, you know, of the beginning of your journey through this life that you've built and created. But y'all, I just, I am already, I was in awe, but to just hear y'all persevering and pushing through and making yeah. your life happen for you and your sons is just absolutely incredible. It is yeah. incredible. And it, y'all are some strong ass women. <laughs> Hey, you're, you're raised by strong you, women, obviously. Well, right. I mean, like, shout out to those mamas who, yeah. who like came, came and supported you through it. And also like gave you the framework to say like, guess what? I'm here for a while to help you through this, but then you're going to figure it out. That's like, right. you know, I, just yeah. incredible. And uh-huh. I, uh, I remember when I booked Passing Strange, well, it was, oh. uh, it was the Berkeley. So I'd already done a workshop and then they were like, okay, we're going to Berkeley rep and then the public. And I was like, oh man. And I told my mom and I told my son's father, I was like, well, I did book this play, but it's going to California for two months. So, you know, it's all right though. Something. And they were like, what? They were like, you better go do that play. And I was like, what? Huh? What? Cause my son was starting kindergarten Oh, and I did not want to leave. And they were like, if you don't get your ass on that plane and go do that play, you know, because they were like, yeah. you, this yeah. this is what you've been waiting for. And so my mom and- Oh, I got chills. I got chills. I know. And my, and my son's father took over the parenting duties for that time I was in Berkeley. And that was the first time my back went out. <laughs> I was just like, my child in my spine, I feel it, you know. And he would write me letters saying, where are you? I hate California. Why are you there? When are you Ooh. coming back? Ah. Where is California? Where where's my mommy? And and I was just like, I'm the worst mother who Undone. ever birthed a child. And where did he move to the minute he graduated high school? California. California. Yeah. Oh, well, the opposite coast. The like, opposite coast. The opposite. Well, I was like, I thought you hated California. Oh, you like it now? Whatever. I'll show you these letters that I kept that I laminated. Yeah, and I showed him. <laughs> I, I did keep those letters and I showed him. I was like, see, I, you said you hated California. You couldn't wait to leave, huh? Well, ladies, <laughs> all right, so we need to know more about your son. I know. I mean, we've we've heard sort of the you know the beginnings of their lives told through your experience. So will you share a, with us a little about your sons, they're, you know, who they are, what they've grown up to be, what they're doing, what their names are. Yeah. We, and I don't think, Jess, I don't think we've spoken to anybody with kids who have left the, the house. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, 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 Audra. Oh, we talked to Audra and Audra's daughter is gone, but she has a little one at home still. She right. has a four-year-old at home. So right. we haven't spoken to anybody who's experiencing empty nests, who has like the entire childhood experience to speak yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I would bring my son to rehearsals a lot. And like, um, I did this play, uh, Detroit 67 at the public and Sam soul was in it. And she would, um, like do makeup to make scars and gashes on herself for part of the show. And when I would bring him, when I would have to bring him to rehearsal and I tell him, sit in the Newman green room, don't go in anyone's dressing room. You sit right there. Mommy's going to go do the scene. I'll be right back. And I'd come downstairs and he would have like gashes drawn on him, be wearing like a Viking hat. Like, you know, it was like a community of actors, Brandon Durden and Michelle Wilson. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, Francois, they would come and they would, you know, take care of him while I was doing my scene. You know, they'd be like, oh, your mom's going to be right back downstairs. And like, oh, probably like five minutes. She'll be right back down. And 
he would just say like, your friends are weird. This is weird. (laughs) (laughs) And then all he wanted to do in high school is plays and musicals and he wanted to be an acting major. He goes to USC. And when he told me he wanted to be a theater major, I was like, why? What the fuck is wrong with you? Have you not seen all the shit that I went through? Like, you went through this shit with me. Are you crazy? You are smart. You are you are a really smart kid. You cannot be a theater major. That's for the rest of us who just don't have the brain capacity to be astrophysicists. What the fuck are you doing? That's not true. There's a lot of smart actors. But for me, I was like, I couldn't concentrate on damn math and science. I had to be an actor. I was like, this is all I could do is do silly shit and make voices. So this is what I'm going to do. For him, I was like, you better use your brain. Right. So he's not a theater major anymore. <laughs> you, you did it. You talked him out of it. did it. No, but honestly, though, it was because he he really does love academia. And he, I think, was bored. Once he got in there and he was doing massage circles and shit and wasn't <laughs> talking about, like, how the galaxy, like, was created. Because he went to St. Anne's school. All those kids do is, you know smoke weed at home and then go to class and uh, smoke weed with their parents and then go to class and talk about like the world life existence. You know what I mean? He gets to USC drama theater school and he's like, ha 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 hum. Right. I'm going to fall back in your arms. And he was like, the fuck? I'm not thinking, you know? Right. So. um, Theater games. Theater games out the wazoo. Yeah. He don't don't like them kind of games. Right. So he is now majoring in sociology and psychology. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, well done, Um, mama. Yes. Well done. You did it. You know, you have to be very careful. You have to be yeah. careful with your wishes for your kids because they want to rebel. So if you're like, oh, you should do this. They're like, no. So you have to shut up and then see what direction they go in. Then when you see them like, you know, running towards a moving train, you're just like, get off the tracks. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. He's an astrologer right now. Two Spirit Starseed. Oh, can we do plugs? Two Spirit Starseed is his um website. Wow. And he's, he's an astrologer. Plug away. That's- Oh my gosh, I'll go. Yeah, I'm, I'll sign up. I love astrology. Yeah. I will go there right. when this is over. <laughs> okay. So, so Jared um, moved back to Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is wow. so like, you know, you, you will do everything that you can to like, you know, move your children to like New York City to like, you know, leave your town. And he was just like, baby bird was just like, but my home. I mean, he would spend um, summers with my mother and his father. 
every summer. So he would get that opportunity to go back home. All the cousins, all the family, like all of everyone is in New Mexico. And I'm the only person in New York City. So when he was old enough, he um, was just like, yeah, I could have a car. I could have a job. Yeah. I could have money. I could have space. Space, honey. So he went back and uh, he's doing so well. He's um, He is going to school part-time at um, the community college out there. And he's working full-time at uh, Dunkin' Donuts. So he's keeping... Burke running. He's keeping Burke running. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, uh, it's time to he, make the donuts. He yeah, he loves to work. Um, you know, um, I don't think he knows what he wants to do yet, which is a, a thousand percent okay. Like, he's just, you know, working. He's made friends. He's got a car. He's got a place. To, he's, he's, uh, he's living with my mom, so he's still getting fed. So. <laughs> well, we know he's in the best hands, honey. Because yeah. mom, mama yeah. helped you get all the way to Broadway, honey. So he's gonna be a billionaire, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. I'm like, are you, I'm like, are you starting to get some of that Duncan stock? I'm like, get that Duncan stock. <laughs> so he's really, uh, he's just like, you know, it's funny. Your kids are who they are. He's just got so much common sense and a level headedness, and uh, he just really sees things, and. You know, it wasn't even a question. It. it was just like, I've got to go back to uh, to New Mexico. And I'll never forget, I took him to the airport. And I took the bus home from LaGuardia. And I cried the whole way home. And then I got off like way before my stop because I was just like this crying on the bus. It's like, it, right. it's only, it's, it's okay for like 10 minutes, but once you get into the 40 minute zone, like, <laughs> like it's get, it gets a little bit like people start to really, you know, wonder about you. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so I got off and I walked home. Like it was like, I don't know, maybe like a 40 minute walk home too. So I walked home and then I just like left all my tears and watered the land and, um, <laughs> And it was been, I mean, how long has she been gone? Like it, it, it took me a full year uh, before I felt even like a semblance of my, of like starting to kind of climb out of it. Yeah. Well, he's a sophomore now. See, the thing is wow. for, for me and him, it was just me and him for so long. Uh, exactly. Cause the first nine years we, st we lived with my mom. Then it was us living on our own. And I knew it was coming. I said, this kid is going to leave and yep. I'm going to sit in a ball in a corner and oh. die. So the only way to not do that, I was like, I have to do something radical. So Ooh, I wait, bought a, a one-way ticket to Barbados. What? what? That's with <laughs> One it. way, honey. Well, I was like, I'll come back when I Tell want me to. Tell me more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just oh. had to, I, my lease was up and he left. And oh. I was like, you know what? Forget, it. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm just going to go, I'm going to go do something extreme and crazy to take my mind off of this. So I went out there and thought about him all the time. But beside <laughs> that, at least I was out of the environment of New York. Out of the norm yeah. of that hustle. Right. Yeah. You get so used to the rhythm, right? Yeah. Even when they're 15, 16 and they don't want to spend time with you, you're still like, I need to be home by dinner time to at least have a decent dinner for him in yeah. case he, you know, doesn't go to honeycomb and wants to come home and, you know, actually have, you know, food yeah. here. And or so buy his favorite cereal just so that, you know, there's like something on the shelf that he can at least eat. Yes. Yeah. And then like, 
you know, I, I just, I, I felt the need to do something radical. Then I got over it. I came back and settled into a groove. And then, you know, recently he came home because of the damn-demic. Oh, and wow. um, he was here for like four months. And then he was like, okay, we're in a pandemic. Cool. I know how to do this in LA. I'm out of here. And so we left and went back because, you know, that's his, he chose LA. He loves the sun. He loves the weather. He loves the LA like energy, you know? And astrology. I mean, he's like into it all. He's like vibing. Yeah. Both of our kids, they let the West coast, the sun. I can't blame them. Like, you know, you gotta be half crazy to live in New York. You do. do. Right. 1000%. And our kids ain't crazy. They were like, bye. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, our listeners who've been, you know, following along know this, but I've been in La Jolla since the shutdown happened because my husband was doing a show out here. So oh. I'm on the West Coast. Yeah. Nice. So we're, our apartment in Inwood is, you know, it's there, but we're out here. And y'all, I have to say, your boys, the sunshine makes a difference. I mean, <laughs> it was so cloudy yesterday. I was like, I have no purpose in life. Like, it really <laughs> fucks with you, this weather. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, and so add on a pandemic. So, yeah. you know, I can't I can't blame them. So you mm-hmm. were after once he was nine or at, that's when you guys were then on your own. So, Jen, how w- your mom was there for the year. And then was it just the two of you for? Yes. So like, honest, like, I mean, I was away at school. So since, uh, you know, except for summers, it has been me and Jared. And like, it's like I was 17 when I got pregnant. So it's like, you go from being a, a a child kind of yourself, you know, or a high schooler or whatever, and then to being a parent, which is like a very kind of fast turnaround, but you do it because we, you do it because we know what it is. Like it's, it's not, a, there's not an option. There's right. not, that's what I always say. Like, it's not like there was like another option. I mean, right. I guess, I guess maybe, but for me, there wasn't another option. It was just like, do it, grow up, have your child. So yeah. So it was, it was super, it was very, I would say that I should have bought that ticket to Barbados. <laughs> that, I didn't know about that. Dee, I wish I had kept in touch and that you had just like texted me like Barbados. And I would have been like, oh, okay. Listen, well, we can let all the moms know. Look, when your kid is like, well, peace out. I'm leaving home. I'm going to go live my own life. Get you a one-way ticket somewhere and come back when you want. Start saving that's, your money now. Start, yeah, the, put those coins away. Seriously, that's wisdom. Because, well, I will say what saved me was I was on a show at the time. I was on Pretty Woman at the time. And that show, being on a show s- saved me because I had to be up. I had to go to work. I had to, it wasn't like I was, because if I had been trying to hustle for a job right then, I'm telling you, I would have gone in and been like, I would have been like, Here's your sides. You yeah. Want? Like I was like, I was a little bit like that. Like, you know, like, flat, like yeah. sort of like, I had a flat line, like kind of like thing going on. And I was already on a show. I knew what I had to do in that show. And I was able to do that for those, you know, two and a half hours. Right. But yeah. beyond that, I really, I had to kind of like heal that and go inside and look at what all that was for me to be able to, to, to come back out. And I, it took, you know, but. I you just don't know what to do with yourself, no. you know? Yeah. You don't know what to do with yourself when they leave the house. And it it literally is like one day they're there and the next day they're not. Yeah. One day yeah. you're cooking dinner because, you know, okay, he's he's getting on a plane tomorrow, but he needs to eat dinner tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'm making dinner tonight. And then tomorrow it's like, oh, my God, it's just me eating. And then you're like, 
I don't fucking care about eating. I'm having Snickers for dinner. You know, like your whole life, seriously, your whole life just changes once they leave the house because it becomes so much about, about the mothering and about parenting them. And, you know, when he was in high school, even though he was spending more time with his friends, I had so much mom guilt from all the shows I had done, eight shows a week, that I was like, I don't want to do too many shows right now because he's going to leave soon. I want to be here in the evening if he wants to talk to me. He's a teenager. He doesn't really. He doesn't want to, but you're like, here I am. But yeah, here I am. You know, it's like he comes in and and I'm all excited. I'm like, hey. And he's like, hi. And he goes to his room and I'm like, okay, I said hi to you. Ha ha. You know. (laughs) Well, ladies, it's so good for us to hear the other perspective. Great. Because Jess and I have really little kids. So the the thought that they may leave us someday just really isn't very present in our minds, right? They are still like by our sides most of the time. So it's a really great perspective to have. They talk nonstop to us right now. Oh, yeah. You're like- I love that little age. And it's amazing. It really is. It really is. It's so cute. So- you, Jen, you talked about this amazing support you got from Fireside, you know, saying like, come do a yes. whole contract here, move here with your son. Yes. I'm curious because Jess and I have talked about a lot being in the business before having a baby and then having a baby and then people being like, oh, they had a baby. They're not in the business anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like Ridiculous. getting this preconceived idea. So I'm wondering if you guys ever met up with any of that or or because you entered in, did they even know you had a kid? Do you know what I mean? Like it was just like you walked in the room without that part of your identity or was that something that people knew about? How did you- Right. Because for us, navigate? there's definitely like a before and an after. Like people right. knew us in the business without children and now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, she's a mom. And they don't even call you in. They're like, oh, she's a mom. She doesn't want to do this job. So that clearly- so disgusting. Oh. <laughs> Makes me so upset. Anyway. Yeah. But, no, but how, how was that for you guys? I never, I don't think, I, I mean, I think that I've definitely done jobs where they don't realize that I have a child, you know, and, or they don't, you know, there's a lot of jobs we do where they don't know a lot about our like personal lives or whatever, but like literally for my Broadway debut, which was West Side Story, it was an open call at Chelsea Studios and Jared was waiting yes. in the hallway because I didn't have any money for a babysitter. Are you kidding? I had his iPad which was like his nanny and I I had him in the hallway and then like for my callback he was in the hallway and I I remember thinking oh that's interesting I wonder why they care but they came up to me and they were like who's that little boy and I was like that's my son and it was like the you know the team or you know David Saint he was the assistant director so I feel like I've I just always came in with with this you know child yeah. But I can't imagine that. And I do know that, like, nobody cares if you have, they, you know, nobody, they don't, everybody wants your time and what they want from you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know for me coming in, um, you know, with Passing Strange being my first show, they all knew I had a child because even when I was in, in Berkeley and didn't have a child to go home to, I still didn't do the like hanging out stuff because I would like go home to call him or I felt the need to be home in case my mom had to call me for something. I was still like in that mommy mode and every show I did, they knew I had a kid because I kind of had this attitude of like, let's just get this fucking rehearsal done. I got to go home. Like I don't have time for, I don't have time for any bullshit. Like you just, you just kind of get clear on how valuable your time is and the work. There have been shows I've had to leave because I was like, 
I told you this conflict was coming up and I told you that this was going to be the most important thing. And that during this week, there were going to be a couple of hours where you could not have my time, period. You still made me an offer. And now you got an attitude because I got to, you know, because I'm not going to be here. So bye. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, where it's just like, I'm not going to let anything come before my son's well-being. You know what I'm saying? Um, Thank God for certain directors like Kwame Kwai Arma, who directed Detroit 67 and let me bring, I was just talking to him the other day and he let me bring um, (laughs) my son to rehearsals and welcomed him into the room, Yes, you know, and, and there were some directors that did that. And there were some who were just like, they look at you like you have like, you know, five feet growing out your fucking forehead when you say you have a kid and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How do you think you got here? You were a kid. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I totally, and I think that it's like, it's an individual by individual. So like the the director at the fireside, he was like, Jared was in that green room all the time and it was a dinner theater. So that theater fed us both. Like it was like, they would be like, oh, here's your fish fry for Jared. Like they would send me home with like all this extra. They'd be like, oh, we know Jared loves the cookies. We saved him a plate, you know, like we have a little, like whatever over here. So they, it's about individuals Mm -hmm. a lot. And I will say like the first equity job I ever booked before West Side Story, I booked the tour of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which had children on it. So I was trying to go on that tour with Jared and take him on that tour. And then, and it was an absolute no. It was just like, it was like block after block after block mm. after it mm. wasn't going to work out. So I had to turn that job down. And that would have been, and that was like a big that deal. That would have been a big, yeah, yeah that that's a, a that would have, that was a production contract. I mean, that yeah. was a long time. But you know like, what? You yeah. don't shoulda, woulda, coulda those things. No. You know no. what I mean? No, no, no. I never, I never, yeah. I look back and I, because I didn't do that, I, I was on West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And yep. the thing is, is that there you, you have to take, we have to take care of ourselves and our own and our, like, it, it has to be present and the top right. of mind. And you can't let anybody bully you into thinking otherwise because it is important. It right. is the most, the most, I think the most important. And leaving <sighs> my son when uh, he was starting kindergarten to do, the first production of Passing Strange was like so traumatizing for us both that I made a vow like I was not going to do any regional shows or anything unless I could bring him. And the next time I um, did one was only because (laughs) every little thing that I was like kind of kind of bitching about, I I like divaed out. I was like, um, (laughs) it was Steppenwolf and they wanted me to come do the Hot L Baltimore. And I was like, well, you need to enroll my son in this school. We need to live mm-hmm. here. If you don't do any of those things, I ain't going to Chicago. And I didn't care. You yeah. you get this, like, you, you kind of have to, you become this, like, mama bear. So you yes. kind of have to be like, listen, this is, uh, this is my child, and I'm going to take care of him no matter what. So if you can't accommodate that, then you don't really want me, and you don't care, then I don't care. Bye. Don't hire me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. You know what I mean? And they accommodated everything, so we moved to Chicago. And he went to school around the corner. We lived on the same block as the theater. And again, um, they they found a babysitter for me, um, Thrissa. God bless you. Um, She was amazing. Sometimes he would come to the theater. He would play cards with uh, Teron Patton. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it it just has to be a situation where people welcome your child – you know, 
or it's like I, I just kind of can't or it's participate. A it's a no go. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like, clear boundaries. It's like it, yeah. this, this, or this, or it doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Particularly like as a single mom, you don't have the luxury of having oh, another option. Enough. It's no. like, well, either you can do this or you can't because I don't, there's no one else to. And also, sometimes you have to choose between paying rent or a babysitter. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, oh, you know what? I need to pay this rent this month. So come to the theater with me. <laughs> I'm a little behind, <laughs> a little behind in this rent on this off Broadway contract. Got their right. nerve, <laughs> making billions of dollars. Want to pay people three dollars? Let's not, not. Don't get me started talking about that, honey. Ooh. Where's the money now? Are That's they? Are they? Are they? It would come in. Mm-hmm. You would get your check, and the entire thing goes to your sitter. So you're just like, well, then okay. Like I was like, okay, like you know. Like we tuna cans of tuna lentils in the crock pot. I don't know. Like, how do we keep? You know, wait. Did you guys? Are you guys still there? Crock pot. Crock pot. Crock we got pot. you. Yeah. You back. We got you. Crock pot. I will say though that like I had a contract where I had a summer contract where they were paying me. I was non-union at the time. They were paying me. I want to say two fifty a week. It might have been three hundred a week. How dare they? And they, but they provided housing. And so they, I was like, well, if you, I, I have to bring my son, like there's no other way. And they were like, well, if your roommate is cool with it, then he can come and stay with you guys. And I didn't know her. And I just want to give a big shout out to Lori, your L O R E E U R E. If anybody knows her, she like made him a cake. He still oh. talks. He still talks about that cake, and I tried to recreate it, and I did not do a good job. <laughs> uh, it was like a red velvet with cream cheese frosting. But like for me, it's been like I've been dependent on the generosity of other people. Yes, she is this person who is like, I don't know you, and oh, sure, you have a six-year-old, and we're gonna, you know, like go to South Carolina for the summer, and sh- of course he can. Yeah, let's share this. It was a big house, but or a big condo, but she's like. Yeah, let's do it. Like, who does that? You know, it's amazing. Well, but that's also, what, you know, we talk week. about we talk the about the community, and that's yeah. the community shows up. You know, most yeah. of the time. Um, I have to give a shout out. Speaking of the community, to his superstar Broadway babysitters, <laughs> Rachel Stern, yes. Nick Walker, Amber yes. Iman, yes. <laughs> Kila Walker. He has had some. Famous, talented babysitters, honey. For real, those are some fierce people. (laughs) Where I was just like, "Um, please, can you? They were like, of course, yes, don't worry. Um, No wonder he's in LA. No wonder he's just like, yeah. And to the stars, come on. I mean, like, (laughs) yeah. Like, literally astrology in LA. Like, he's just like, no, it's it's been my path. No, it's true. The community takes care and that's what's so beautiful. It's like the pass-offs and the sitters and the friends that will come and be with your child and and who do it so that we can make it all happen. I think that it's and that's why part of why we do this podcast is to let people know that there is a community. There is connection. I think that for a long time there wasn't or it wasn't right. something that was as uh, as known or uh, talked about or accessible. And I think that so many people now, you guys, like, I think of what it must have been like just even 10 years, five years ago. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, and for y'all to have done it on your own and to have raised these boys, it's just hats off to you. Well done, awe. mamas. It is, it is so incredible that you persevered. You didn't let it deter you. You didn't, you, you chose to figure it out. You know, right. and I think that that is inspiring. Truly, it's inspiring that y'all 
y'all made it happen. And you've raised these boys who have taken, you know, they have left the nest because that's you, you did that. You raised them to be strong, independent thinkers and doers. And that's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. You guys are well amazing. Done. Truly. Well done. I and there's like so many more questions. I know. We <laughs> like could go have, on and on. We could go on and on because I do have so many because I would love to know, you know, like Jen, now that you know you're there with your boyfriend, like now you're having like this experience that well, you didn't have. You know, you were 17 and now you and so you it's been a shift of I like, you know how I say like, oh, I'm starting a new chapter or whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'm starting a new volume. For me, yeah, I like it's, it. um, it's a shift from, oh. it's, it's a shift from um, living your life as we, for a we, for that felt like a purpose for me. So when he left, I didn't, I did feel like I lost. I didn't understand even oh. like in a big, like for me, I was just like, I don't know why I'm here maybe. Right. Like it's a right. shift from learning how right. to live for yourself and for you, which is so beautiful and important. And I'm so, I feel so grateful to have this opportunity to, to learn what that is, which I'm still growing into. Mm-hmm. But so that's been, a, it really is a, a, a very large shift. Yeah. The difference yeah. between, I guess, being in a relationship and, and raising a child where you have like a partner to turn to and kind of have that life in a, and raise a child together. And it, as opposed to, it's just you and your kid, you know? Um, and then when they're gone, it's just like, oh my gosh. Uh, my my passing strangers were joking. They were like, you're now the mom from Passing Strange. <laughs> <laughs> and your child's not coming home for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like this year. But that's because of the <laughs> damn demic. But... Um, <laughs> You know, but, but it, but it's true. You have to find your purpose. And, you yeah. know, I became a bonus mom of, of guess what guys? Five. Yes. I'm a bonus mom of five kids now. What? what? <laughs> Look, I fell in love with this sexy ass man. He had five kids. Whatever. It's whatever. Wow. <laughs> like we've been together for like a year and a half. Like yes! he's wow. amazing. He's holding me down. They are, they're 22 to 13. And I was just like, wow. and, and there's only, there's only, well, one and a half in the house. Um, and so I'm like, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah. You need some dinner here. Okay. What well, do your homework? I just, it, it, it's kind of comforting. Cause I'm like, oh, it's you tell people fresh, what to do again. Yeah. Right. It's, not, it's, not a, it's not a fresh idea. So no, just, not like, at all. You're like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> but, but you know, what's hard though. What's hard is to do the acting stuff because what I realized, which is so ironic cause they ain't pay us nothing. But all them off-Broadway shows and stuff, you know, oh that was to put food on the table and pay half your rent and go to housing court. But, um... Oh, my God. I went to housing court when I was on an off-Broadway contract, too. We actually Honey, a- <laughs> I went to housing court twice. And I was like, I make $500. Yes, that's me in the newspaper. So fucking what? I ain't got right. no money. But the motherfucker who oh runs the theater is a fucking millionaire. Don't ask me. I don't understand it either. Right, right. <laughs> but anyway, literally, literally, literally. But I'm trying oh to God. find purpose in the acting because for me that was like a survival job. Ironically, that was a survival job to raise my child, and now I'm like, well, what do I need to do this shit for? Do I do right. I really like it? 
it's I okay. Say, I have to say, I had this same exact experience. Yeah. And it blew my mind. Right, right. And I'm kind of like, wait, do I not want to act anymore? What the hell am I going to do with my life? Because I think we were both so young, like our yes. 20s, our 30s. It was just like raising our child. And now it's kind of like, well, who the fuck am I? What do I really want to do? Do I want to do that acting shit? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. And it, yeah. it held me down and paid these bills and we had to stay put and we had to, in the, yes. like, all these beautiful things opened up for us for, and for so many reasons because of that. But right. then on the other hand, we're like, wait, now I can do anything? Right. And I remember like somewhere when I guess, I guess uh, she was around five or 10 or something when like um, Oprah was doing her whole like, follow your dreams, follow your bliss, mm. quit that day job and go do what you want to do for a living. I was like, I can't. Right, right. <laughs> I can't do that. So it was like, because like you said, Jen, we were like, no, no, this this is my health insurance, right? Yeah. Yep. This is consistent. I know some theater is going to hire me and pay me at least $500. So let me keep doing this. I can't take off six months and fucking find myself. I'm right no. here. Right, right, no, right. No. <laughs> for real, for real. But now you guys have, you know, there's, like you said, it's a new volume. Yeah, it's a right. new volume. volume, and it's it's incredible. And I, I I I can't wait to see like what that volume entails. I yeah. mean, you know, seeing about figuring it out and and what's what's next. What's yeah. next? So, but thank you, ladies. This has been such an incredible, and I just love, I love when we have people on that know each other too, because it just, the vibe is so. Oh, but wait, that was our first day at rehearsal. Like at, we were at rehearsal <laughs> yes. for Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Yes. And, and a cast of what? Like 23? It was, it was a whole, it was a lot of people. 17, 23, 30? I don't know. I, was who who we who even know that honestly like uh, we black I had to black a lot of that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're all, no, no, you're not. It's okay. Me too. No. I'm right there with you. We actually it was Trauma. actually like it's like so I actually like have so many wonderful like incredible memories from that time. But honestly, the biggest one was meeting you yeah. at that rehearsal, and my mind just like literally being just I was like, wait, what? When I met you and found out like, you were, we were apart, and we were both. I know. Single moms, which let me tell you, haven't even met one since. Could I know? And that's the thing. Like, haven't well, I had only been in the business for about three years, but I hadn't met. I hadn't. I had barely met any parents. And yeah, yeah it was hard enough just to meet. It was hard enough just. It was rare enough to meet a, a parent, and especially somebody who had a son who was very close in age with you. Right, so a young that, child. Yeah, right. a young child who were like, you're like, well, where's where? What are you going to do about middle school? You right. know, and I was like, oh my, like, 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 seriously, like, how, yeah. like, like, like yeah. oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to, yeah. you know, make this It's happen? a lot to just like have another parent in the company or a mom rather. I mean, I know. like, yeah. you know, when I was doing, I, you know, Tina, Katie, Katie Weber and I were the only mothers, you know what I mean? It's like, so like to have any other mom, sure. much less a single mom who is having a similar journey as yours that you can talk to who knows what your struggles are, who understands it on a very, uh, cellular level in that yeah. way. That's incredible. Like what are the odds? And I'm so glad y'all had each, other, each there. other. Oh my gosh. My mind was blown when I met Jen and I was just like, and she's just this beautiful, tall, talented. And it's that kind of thing where I guess people wonder about you. I would just be like, how's she doing it? Wow. Mm. You and, know, and, and I, but I remember like sometimes like we would just look at each other and no words were said. Honey. And it's like, I knew everything that was going on mm. in your mind. And I felt like you like saw me and 
when bullshit was going on in rehearsal and we were looking at each other like, um, somewhere we got children doing homework that we ain't tucking in because of this dumbass tech because y'all can't get the damn taxi to turn around. Yeah, that show, I'm sure that tech was. Those mirrors, those travelators, travelators, is that what they were called? The fucking walls that moved in and out. Oh, I, I was just like, I was like, you know what? Y'all could dry tech this shit, honey. Can I go home for a couple yeah, of nights? Right. And I, I don't yeah. have time. Yeah. I would stay. I was staying in a shoulder sit on Julio's shoulders. I don't remember <laughs> why, but I was just like far upstage in the corner, staying in the shoulder sit because I didn't want to get back down and up. So Girl, I was, like, that's I was, like, right. I was like, I'll pull up. I'll pull up. Can I just sit here? <laughs> the things we do, the things oh we God. do, and the Jed, time that is wasted. Wait, right? Jed, remember when yeah. I went on? Yes, I went on. Oh I went on Thanksgiving week. It was Thanksgiving week. It was this anniversary. <laughs> I had four stunning and br- you guys don't even understand the. No, no, no. Forget one. that. I had four oh, understudy oh, rehearsals with no it. technical elements. Oh God! And see, here's the thing: when you have a kid at home, contract. she was already in her own principal contract, like every night of the week. No, no, no. But but, but listen, but here's a funny thing. The funny thing is, is that when you manage a child and you're like, okay, we have a schedule. This is happening. I'm cooking before I leave. I'm, I'm making dinner at three. My mother will feed it to you at six. And you're so organized. When yep. you get into some disorganized shit, you're like, what the fuck? I don't have time yeah, for this. Right? Two people are worth millions of dollars and you don't have your shit together. Come home with me and let me show you how to run some shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you feel that Same way. Thing. But I think your volume two is going to be running some shit. Running some gonna- shit. <laughs> Let me let me show you how to run some shit. Running shit. I I know y'all gotta go. Sorry, you just you fired us up. It took us an hour. Took us took us an hour. Now we on a roll, honey. Girl, I think we need to do a whole episode of like the ways that our time is wasted, just in general in this business. That's a whole. That is a thing. We will fire up. We will be there right with you, and we will shout it from the rooftops. Trust. And an episode about time. You ask a mother how to get it done. Like right, exactly, mamas. Make it happen. Oh my God. Ladies, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We are so grateful that you came and joined us today and and to get to meet you. Like, yeah, I I love it when there's new people, new faces. So thank Thank you you and be well and, and have a great, you know, have a great new chapter volume. Thank you. And enjoy those little ones. Thank you. Enjoy them. I mean, I know you do. I know you guys do. Like, you're like, like, honestly, like, I feel like I do get like mom envy of like like the really together moms, and I like see how beautiful you guys raise your your children, and so Girl, I I respect and admire that, and I and I, I honor that because it's like, uh, you know, I like look back and I'm like Jared like survived on McDonald's, like a lot oh. of McDonald's. Yeah, For we Chipago do what we gotta do. Them, though you yes. did it, like they're out, they're they're flying, they're spreading their wings, they're amazing people. Like we yeah. look up to you that you you made it happen. So you did. That's so, incredible. Yeah, but I mean, to all of us, all of us mothers. I yeah, feel- mamas, mamas are fierce. Make it happen. Hi. Awesome. Be well, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Rachel Spencer Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward Weber for our awesome theme song, our producers Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.